return to Absurdio. You're here with K on the guitar and G on the bass in our music episode. Uh, we play bingo or lotto or something, musical chairs. I don't know. And for once, thank fuck, we don't return to the goddamn phones. We smarten you out. This is Absurdia News. Today is the longest day in the world. The sun didn't come up today. Dawn broke in darkness across Absurdia in an alarming development of morning failing to develop this morning. No eclipse is predicted, and at this hour the sun is now very overdue, but it has remained out of sight wherever it is. Do not adjust your clocks. Time has not stopped. Theories range from the Earth spinning out of solar orbit to a previously unknown Burns-class weapon and Judgment Day because of the homosexuals. Bitcoin billionaire Bon Bon Bovi has stated his intentions to purchase control of Twitter to restore balance to the universe, which some commentators have identified as not a universe but a bubble. Bon Bon has come out against censorship after recent controversial bans on the platform and wants to reinstate a policy of unfettered free speech because that pedo guy who once sued him for defamation is a cunt. The protest group Assholes with Airhorns occupied Central Harkport on the weekend, demanding a return to pretending everything is okay like it was before. Assholes with Airhorns have been blocking traffic in Harkport with stationary vehicles and trucks, honking horns and encouraging others to do likewise so their demands can be heard. Police have been unable or unwilling to disperse the crowd. Though there appears not to be a spokesperson for the adult masses, I had no difficulty finding someone who wanted to speak to the press. Can you tell me why you are out here today? Well, we want to see this. You're sick and tired. Freedom. It's not, it's my right. My human right. And to be heard. I you shut the Grub Cartel Pizza now announced it would keep the multitude fed through the occupation. Complaints from police were met with pizza. The black hole is twenty-one thousand light years away. The time is 4-4. Four, four. We are here to talk about music. We've been waiting for this episode. This is the episode we've been waiting for. The episode you've been waiting for. The music episode. We know you've been waiting for it, for this, as much as we have. In fact, we might even postpone it just to build the anticipation further. Okay, stop. Stop. <laughs> Next time on the podcast, the music episode.
we we know each other through music essentially yeah essentially that's the whole deal i was uh sitting in front of 7-eleven drinking a big gulp sitting on my skateboard when i first met you i believe walking down the road and because oh, you were wearing probably some thrash metal t-shirt of some band creator or creator <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> hey that guy listens to music like i do and in the town that we were in at the time um that that was super weird <laughs> i remember all those years ago you're just i think it was you and danny danny just fucking weirdos. Long hair, cool t-shirts. Yep. Well, we discovered that we both are musicians. You played, you you were a vocalist at that time. Yeah, I was just singer dude in a funky band. Bef- before you were a guitarist. Yeah. yeah. Ten feet I, tall. Yeah. No, it's just we ended we, up we, play, playing music we together. We ended up playing bands, yep, playing music together. It just became recruitment, just trying to find other people to play with and then... Yeah. We, you and I kind of were a package deal. We'd meet other people and other drummers and other... Los Furios came out of all that. Yeah, the band I'm in now that came from those days. Everywhere. People's basements, people's garages, spare rooms. Yeah, under under the pizza joint. Under, yeah, pizza joint. Yeah. Uh, the Muffin Men that became one of the biggest yeah, bands the ever. The hugest band. At uh, that time in North America, I believe. We broke many records. Muffin can stop us. Shout out to Withered Heads, Hot Dogs and Suicide. Hot Dogs and Suicide. Are you drunk? Want pizza now? Pizza. Now. Pizza now. $99. You're listening to the ABC. The Absurdia Broadcasting Corporation. Give me a K. And G. An X in the air. That spells traffic. And now for the traffic. We've got X in the air. X, X is no longer with us. X quit. That guy quit. We called him X at 4 quit? in the morning trying to get some stuff and he quit. He's gone. So I'm doing He's our traffic, traffic guy. No, I'm the traffic guy. I went and got a drone. We don't need X. Screw that you guy. You have a drone? Fuck that guy. Yeah, I went and got, I got a drone. I just went and got one. Just go down the store and uh, buy a drone. I can do what he does. We don't need that guy. All right, Absurdia has its own traffic drone and we're setting sure. it up today. We're sending the traffic drone up. I just got to get it out the window. Okay, open the window. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Okay, okay, here we go. All right, all right. It's... Oh, oh. ah, man. Look, open the window. Don't... Jesus, the... fuck. Come on, okay, the truck. Oh, no, no. I'm... oh my god. Oh, that's the window. I can't turn it off. I can't turn it off. Oh, my god. I can't reach. You're listening to the ABC, the Absurdia Broadcasting Corporation. I'm Yuri G. I'm On Outside the Box, we are always pushing the envelope. We are going to push the envelope and see how much we can get into the envelope.
Pushing the envelope is what we do here on our podcast, outside the box, and we know how to get a lot of stuff into the envelope, more than you thought you'd be able to. And when we post them, we do it in person, really forcefully. To discuss pushing the envelope further, prolific Absurdia postal carrier Troy Fassenetzinger joins us. There's actually a lot more you can get away with putting on an envelope. Beyond the address, there's a lot of unutilized space where you can... For more on pushing the envelope, tune into the Outside the Box podcast instead of this one. You're getting slow in your age, old man. How are you going to protect all that money, hmm? You're going to die soon. You don't need me to make certain of that. And all that money. (laughs) Get buried, friend. And a solid gold coffin. I'm Bill Carson. The only way to keep your money when you die is to bury it with you. A solid gold coffin will keep your fortune secure. And an unmarked grave can keep it from the tax man. Who says you can't take it with you? Are you gonna die in a pauper's grave, like Archie Stanton? Or get buried like an Aztec king? Think of the pallbearers you'll need. Solid gold coffin. So the the rules of the game are I have a we have a jar full of But what are we doing? Like just tell them what we're doing first and then tell the rules. Well that's I thought that's what I was doing. Oh, okay, go ahead. Sorry. What we are doing, we have a jar full of fifty. So what are we doing? We have a jar full of 50 different genres. We each pull one genre from the jar. What kind of genres? Like beans? You need to tell them what we're doing. We're doing music. Start with it. We got to say we're doing a musical, or at least this is the music episode. So we're talking about music. So we don't know how to talk about music because it's too big. So we decided to whittle this down. This is the, these are the rules of the game. We got a fucking jar. It's full of 50 fucking genres of music. And we pull a fucking genre and we talk about it. That's the rules of the game. All right. We've got a jar. We pull a genre out of the jar and we talk about the genre. We each do that. At the end of that, we've got to come up unanimously with a track that is the perfect hybrid of those two genres. I'll go first. Okay. Oh, this sucks. 
I've got blues. <laughs> oh, that does suck. <laughs> okay, so blues is my least favorite genre. No, look, blues, blues, I can't get down on blues. Look, I don't really listen. I don't have much blues at all. I don't own much blues. Am I allowed to comment on this? Yes. No. Yes. Please help. I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know the rules. Um, I think blues is probably one of the most boring styles of music now. But I like the not written. Like I'm not a huge fan of blues. Let's start with that. But I like blues. But I like the stuff with the guy sitting down the bottom of a well. That's the stuff I like. I like the stuff who guy guy who built a guitar because he's so oppressed he's not even allowed to buy a guitar. That's the blues I like. Blind Willie Johnson. Sure, like that's probably amazing. But if you go to the fucking local and there's a blues band playing, please smash me in the back of the head and drag me back yes. home and put me to bed. I have no yes, interest it, in watching that shit. Four it, it, white exactly. guys playing the blues to me is uh, exactly. I don't even. Exactly. I don't, it's so redundant. It's so boring. It's so easy yeah. to play. I'm a musician. I know how to play it. I can play blues till blues in 2022 is just old hat. It's just so old. Such old news. There's nothing new in it. Like I just said, Blind Willie Johnson. That album that I have is from 1927. It's almost a hundred years old, that album. Uh, and I don't listen to it all the time, but I have it in my collection because if I want to listen to blues, I'll listen to that. It's also, blues is a bit of a, uh, a, a sacred cow. You, you can't go smashing blues Snobs in the um, yeah. of the blues would laugh at us right now and go, you don't know yeah. nothing. It's like, okay, we oh, don't sure. know nothing. We don't know sure. nothing because we yeah, didn't yeah, decide. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit to that. Sure. Yeah, yeah I'll to... admit I'm not super deep on the blues. They're not, it's not my favorite genre of music on the planet. I have a huge respect for it when it comes to rhythm. Because rhythm to me and roots music to me is always about rhythm. And I love roots music and I love all that kind of stuff. You know, a, a guy in a bar band playing the blues just please don't yeah just don't leave it to the professionals because the professionals i swear to god you go watch a real blues band from some of these old old school guys you're gonna love it it's gonna be an amazing night and howling wolf and all that yeah yeah so <clears throat> yeah it's like like, I mean, I play in music, I play whether it be reggae or ska or, or, or whatever. There's a, always the beginning is always the best. And there's always people trying to recapture that energy decades later. It's never as good. There's something in that flash that worked. And blues is one of those. Blues is going back to the original dudes doing it. Fucking amazing. Like, really cool. And the roots of blues is depression like guys who really got the blues that's what they're singing about yeah and that's what i love yeah. about it and so there is a, a love i have for blues but man there's a serious boredom i have as well with it. i think it didn't go anywhere the blues today is not all that different from the blues of yesteryear it just didn't 
evolve into anything like you compare it to jazz, right? They both come from the same roots, jazz and blues. But jazz has become such a complex animal. Like, there's so many tributaries of it. Um, but blues stayed the same. Yeah, but you could also say that blues created the Beatles. Blues created the Rolling Stones. So that yeah. the, the whole emancipation of blues music from America that came over to the UK created some of the greatest rock and roll bands ever that this yeah I suppose blues ultimately became rock and roll sure Chuck Berry just sped it up and there it was that was was, was the blues on fire yeah and look R&B rhythm and blues is is a whole branch itself that you know evolved into soul and everything didn't it um, and that all came from the same roots. So it's not really fair of me to say that blues just stayed the same and didn't evolve into anything. It probably just was so successful that it became different things. Well, the thing is it was perfected in its early days. And then after that perfection, I mean, guys like Stevie Ray Vaughan took it and went, yeah, yeah. did all that stuff. And he's an amazing guitar player. But it's, I'm not a huge Stevie Ray Vaughan fan. I'd rather same. listen to the dude sitting in the bottom of a well than Stevie Ray Vaughan. But I, but I, but I do respect it, and I have to hold it in, in a high regard. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't disdain it. It's just not my taste. But you know, uh, each to his own. Yeah, for sure. On the diving in the deep end podcast this week, we are taking a deep dive, deep into the issues that divide us, diving steep into the details, going deep, diving in a downward dive, speed diving into the deep issues of our time. We'll be joined by the grandson of the famed Jack Cousteau, Aquanaut Fabian Cousteau's cousin, Gustav Cousteau, from his house in Strasbourg, to take a deep dive into his analysis of where to put your money after the crypto crash, and to ask if crypto is really gonna create a new society and stuff. Join us to discuss matters important to Olympic and regional diving on the Diving in the Deep End podcast instead of this one. You're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die! Without this, Omicron Shield. Thank you, Doctor. Die! Omicron Shield. You know, that guy is a doctor of ministry. Get it now or die. Are you drunk? Want pizza now? Too drunk to order pizza? Pizza. Now. Before... Hello? Pizza now. Oh, it must be my neighbors. You've got the wrong house. No, I have right house. What? I have right house. I didn't even order pizza. And yet, pizza is here. But I would never even order pizza. I'm a celiac. No caffeine. What? You sleep fine. No gluten. Mm, no croutons. Pizza now, $99. What? Well, wait, does it have cheese on it? Yes. See, I'm lactose intolerant. No. What? No cheese. You just said there was cheese on it. No cheese on pizza, $99. You pay now. I don't have $99. 
That's a crazy price for a pizza, especially one with three kinds of nothing on it. And it ain't my pizza anyway, so I can't help you. <clears throat> Listen, I tell you joke. Man, he order pizza, not pay. I say, okay, no pay, have pizza, eat the pizza. But I don't let you swallow the pizza. He not get the joke, so I show him. I grab throat and I push pizza down, and it not go in. He's joking, coughing, but pizza don't go down. So I tell the man, this is what free pizza tastes like. Suddenly man pay for pizza, and now he can swallow, and he eat it, or he doesn't, or whatever. Who cares? Listen, celery pizza here, no caffeine. Cheese, no cheese. Pizza, no pizza. Don't care. You want pizza now? Pizza here. I collect $99. Pizza now. Absurdia. 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 Okay, so now it's it's your turn to reach into right. the genre jar. I'm gonna reach into the genre. The genre jar. Hello. The Jean Michel genre jar. The genre jar. The genre jar. Well, I can't read it. It says reggae. Reggae. Does yeah, it really say yeah, reggae? Reggae. Yeah, reggae is the genre that Thank you just. Thank you. Look! Look at I got reggae. Wow. Uh, reggae music for me. Wow. What a what a what a genre to give me. That was pulled. Um, that was that was pulled just of, random out of the jar. Just uh, one of my favorite kinds of music ever. I think it's just one of the most powerful musics on the planet. Um, the social messaging, the political messaging, just the rhythm of it. The, the this. I don't know. I just consider it to be one of my top five, if not top three, if not top two type music on the planet. I just love reggae music. The thundering power of the drums and just the killer rhythm on the guitar and just simplicity of it, but the social messaging obviously through reggae is, is that had eventually wound its way into bands like the Sex Pistols. It's got that kind of power on the planet. and That's what I love about reggae. It's so complex and so amazing. Bob Marley is a prophet. He was honestly this in my world, there's Bob Marley and there's Joe Strummer, and those are the the, the tops of the uh, the tree, if you will, that branch down uh, below. And, that, and that's, that's in my world. I play in a band called Los Furios. I play guitar and I'm a singer, songwriter of that band. And um, part of that band is reggae music. Probably started with The Clash. Uh, Clash is one of my favorite bands in the world. The reggae you found in that band, which was done the Clash way, made me want to dig deeper to me is one of the most powerful forces on this planet is reggae music. Marley, obviously, Bob Marley. The story of Bob Marley alone is, is worth a podcast to talk about just him. But the political side of, of, of reggae music, I think, is what was a super force on rock and roll even. Like these guys coming from, you know, Kingston, Jamaica, this real oppressive area. Reggae music start, probably started with Toots and the Maytals. Toots was given, it was one of my favorite artists, Toots, it was great, was um, 
coined, he said he coined the, the phrase reggae. Where did reggae come from? Where this, the, even the name came from. It came from the sound on the guitar. The reggae, reggae, the, the way that the, the stroking on, 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 on the guitar created that sound. Really? Reggae, reggae, up and down. That's what it was. Ska became from Ska, 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 Ska. And that was Toots, how, how he just talked about the sounds on his guitar and then that that became the way they were called ska predated um reggae music so ska was first and no, not many people know that i didn't know that yeah so ska came out of um if you listen to bob marley's one cup of coffee which is one of his earliest hits backed up by the scatolites mm. that became like the sort of template for sort of poppy ska whereas the scatolites played more of uh, instrumentals, that became the template for how to write a ska song. And that was big in the dance halls and sound systems. People traveled around with big, huge speakers in the back of trucks, and that became like an instant party. You show up and do your party. Everyone's dancing, dancing, dancing to the ska music, and it's hot, and, and it's, you know, eventually they're like, oh my God, they get tired. And they literally was like, oh, it's so freaking hot to play dance to this music all the time. The bands, because the temperature started to slow down. So ska was first, then came Rocksteady. Rocksteady is the half tempo. So stuff like modern days, the Agri-Lights, stuff like that. So it became the half tempo. And then eventually it was just too damn hot and reggae was born because it was just... So if we're talking about reggae, I just like to say one thing about reggae music. I've always said, when you listen to songs like um, from Bob Marley and really good reggae bands, it sounds to me like a boxer. It sounds mean. It sounds like a guy in a ring just ready to fight. And he's got that perfect rhythm. And and when, he, when the message comes through and the voice comes through, the lyrics come through, it's like a punch in the face. And I think it's why... In reggae, there is that, always has been to me, this real sort of darkness to it. That everyone thinks reggae is like, ah, oh, reggae, oh, yay, we're at the beach. To me, it's always been deeper than that. It's been like this real, like, like a, it's like a Mike Tyson thing. This dude in the ring staring you down with his black eyes looking you back and forth. Reggae has always been that to me. And I think that's why I love it so much. Because it's small, and, or I mean, small sounding, or it's mellow, or behind the scenes of reggae. It's a massive fist, and I just—that's why I've loved it for so ever since I've heard it in the early days of my life. And I've always loved reggae, and I think I always will. On the Clear Talk podcast, we enable your business success. Learn how to empower your passions and add value to your business verticals to deliver the growth mindset you need. We doubled emblazonment to incomize your networkers and instavize you to always be clavable and entertaining. If you can't clearly state your mission, you can't have cash low-hanging disengagement streams. Join us on Clear Talk, the podcast that cuts through the jargonistic, muddledy disclarination of the modern post-bricks business model for upward mobility in guerrilla marketing the crypto managementia crowd. Instead of this one. Are you drunk? Want pizza now? Too drunk to order pizza? Pizza. Now. Before you order. There's, n- there's, there's something different about Bob Marley when it comes to music. He's like a god. And mm. most people in the music industry say, yeah. It's just something so 
untouchable, uncopyable. He was just a one man, but he's just, his philosophies, the way he spoke in front of a microphone, everything about him was just something from above. You know, you don't know where the hell it came so from. So who has taken that, combined that? Nobody. No, no, nobody, right? So, But what you're asking for a combination of blues and uh, reggae, and the artist I would go to, number one, is Ben Harper. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, for this era, he's, he's no Bob Marley, but he's pretty damn good, and I've seen him play a few times. But he's definitely the hybrid. He, well, he went on to actually play more blues in the end. But his reggae songs are great. His blues songs are great. And for me, that would be the guy, the go-to. Yeah, I don't have... I thought I had Ben Harper album in my collection, but I don't. What have you got? Um, well, you know, the classic... It's a hit. So you can hear the reggae in it, and you can hear the blues in it. So There's a huge hit for this guy. This is the this is the track that you'd choose as the. I don't know. I don't have enough time to really dig into the. We're doing this on the fly, right? But sure. is he gonna ask me about who combines reggae and who combines the blues? It's ben Harper. And you can hear the same, you can hear a reggae, you can hear a reggae beat in this, you can hear a blues beat in this. Yeah. And it's just, you know, the way he sings it. It could easily be a reggae song, it could easily be a, a standard blues song, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Hi, I was Andy Gibb. I was buried in a solid gold coffin. fast, make a lot of money, and die young, it's the only way to take it with you. That was our music episode. We drew the, we did the genre jar. Yeah, we had to cut up like a hundred different pieces of paper and stick them in a pickle jar and uh, try and reach our hand in there. 
and yeah, after all that jammed. effort, after all that effort, and then and the wind, so remember the, the wind, wind came and blew all the pieces of paper away? Because the window was wide open, but it's not, it's the fucking, it was the goddamn That's because we smashed drone. up the studio. I mean, That's I didn't, why, because I we t- had no windows. I, I, I thought you were supposed to, you'd said open the window. I thought you were going to have the window open. Well, that was the idea, was to open the window. All I know is that X wouldn't get up in the morning anymore, so I took charge. I think I, yeah. I deserve commendation. Who's gonna pay for, for, for the... For the... The studio is gonna be they, fucking they will. furious. They, we'll just write it off, man. We'll just write it off. The, how? We were the ones using the studio. They just write it off. Write it off what? Write it, you don't even know what they're writing it off of. Well, they're the ones who do.